This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Welcome to Rat Castle. I am your host, Nathan Hartman. And boy, howdy, what a podcast, what a time. I tell you what, you're all late to the party. We're having such a good time already. Uh, no, that's not actually true. We're all maybe slightly tired. I am in the midst of moving, of course. This is my final Florida cast. I will be part of uh, Victoria's Maryland cast uh, very, very soon. But for tonight, one more time in the Sunshine State, I have with me tonight, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello, how's it going? It is going okay. My life is in boxes. <laughs> uh, with me also, but not in boxes. We wouldn't put these people in boxes. Janine, hello, Janine. Hello, and for the record, boo! What, because I'm leaving? Yes. Or just in general? It just needs to be on the record. You know, I've conveyed this. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm happy. I know. Not but, a fan. And you're never going to move to Maryland because you just got a new great big job. And we're so excited for you. Yeah. We're yeah. moving. We're getting jobs. It's like the end of a series. It's it really thing. is. Dave, are you pregnant? Because that's usually how these things end. Serious. Are you? Yeah. Uh, he's got he's a bit of a. With me, I've got a food. I've got a food baby. With me, the uh, the ever the ever food pregnant Dave Cobb. Welcome, Dave. <laughs> um, so. Uh yeah, we're just we're moving right along. We got some some special news and uh it's been quite a week. So, uh let's just get on with it, people. Okay. So, we'll begin Walt Disney World. Uh as we have done for a while now, we have a little bit of fucking fascist news. Um and so, uh Janine, what's going on with that big old Wait, it didn't work. Big old fucking fascist. There we go. My, my keys <laughs> got a little sticky there. Um, what's going on? What what has happened recently? This is sort of semi old news. I feel like this came out a day it after our last podcast. Old, yeah. yeah. Um, the Disney is officially suing the DeSantis administration and the district board. Um, basically, they uh, waited for. Uh, the board to the, the DeSantis board to vote to disband it. And pretty much immediately the second that happened filed, like, I think it was like within an hour or so, yeah. like it was immediate, it was on deck and they were in yeah. the e-file portal waiting to file. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's like a pretty, I mean, nothing is ever slam dunk in law, but it's uh from what I understand, there's like five prongs where Disney alleges that their rights have been violated. And the general consensus in the legal world is they have a very strong case, uh, primarily due to their star witness, Ron DeSantis, who Fucking fascist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. published in writing his retaliation plan. He would have put it in skywriting if someone would have told him it would have helped him get votes. I mean, yeah, was, for sure. He really thought this was going to work for him. Yeah. And then um, DeSantis countersued, which uh, like what? <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't even know how, what you counter sue about. I'm I suing you for suing me. Is yeah, this... basically. Like, uh, yeah, I guess. Or, I mean, I guess they technically could to be like the the to dispute the the changes that they made, which were by the books mm. and published in the newspaper and held out in the open to right. the public that they just slept on. Yeah, they were um, just bad at looking at. Yeah, <laughs> very I lazy. Mean, the, I mean, I mean, when you really look at the scale, like look at. DeSantis and the Florida as a business versus the business that is Disney, like lawyer wise, yeah, legal no, legal representation wise, hilarious. It, it it is like it is so dumb. Like it is such a a, a puffed up chest, uh, you know, maneuver that means absolutely shit to yeah. all of the Disney lawyers. We're just going to stomp all over them like a narc at a biker rally. It like it's going to be just bloodbath. The thing that you got to remember with this dumb shit is they are. This is not something that they expect to win. No, it's something they expect to fundraise off of. No, it's a culture and, war for sure. Yeah. yeah. And like, just that's like what it is. We took on Disney in the primary, which is not a winning message, no. except for like the most deranged plugged in terminally online it's it's It's, just crazy like i I think what's really frustrating is like who has ever gone against disney and won show me a case Mm -hmm. pull it out like where are the archives like that has never happened and for desantis to be going against disney like the most like you're screaming america 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 disney is the most american brand yeah beloved Beyond Coca Cola, yeah. it's like suing Coca Cola. It's, it, yeah, it's. I can't think of a. Like, you can, you might have a better chance with Coca Cola over Disney. Like it just, it just feels so ridiculous. And you're right, Janine. Like this is literally just for the primaries. Like it's kind of ridiculous that we're going to be voting for a president next year. Like it's crazy. That um, is nuts. And yeah, um, but for them to be doing this, it's definitely for show. He doesn't expect to win. It's a waste of taxpayers' money. I, unless he's like. Yeah, high on his own supply, which he may very he's well on be, because he's not. I, I don't understand. I don't understand it. I'm generally pretty good at like reading the political tea leaves and like seeing the math and like figuring out what the strategy is behind different things. But I really don't get Desantis's political strategy. Which well, is he's just, just like suing the woke agenda. Like that's what this is. Like he's going <laughs> against cares wokeness. About that. Like only But people his fan base does. They think he's yeah. doing the right thing. Like, like this is just... just playing for them. I mean, he'll win governor of Florida again if he oh, wants, yeah. but he he barely yeah, I mean, he term limited at some point, but uh, you know, you're right. I think this is his second term, right? Yeah. Um, but like <laughs> You're not gonna. You're not even gonna squelch a primary out of this, like in this field at least. Um, and you'll assuredly this doesn't help you with like a presidential run. It doesn't help you in a presidential run four years from now. If like, the f- f- the Republican Party is struggling with white suburban women, <laughs> yeah. come on, like yeah. that is the Disney demo. Literally, what are what are you doing? Like you're you going doing? against the McKaylins of the world, and it's not right. It's not like don't go against your base. Percent of white women, they went for you, and you're going against their favorite thing. It's like you would go against like Lululemon and Live Laugh Love. Like how dare yeah. you? How dare you? Yeah, this <laughs> is a like, war. Oh, absolutely. And retaliation dare you. for like the most milquetoast delayed statement 
yeah. that that Disney could have possibly made. And so it's just bizarre. It's you know, real. It's, it's yeah. only dead cry hate when you go after live, laugh, love. That's all I got to say. You can't, <laughs> you can't do that. You know, you can't go after live, laugh, love. You can't go after the Etsy shops, the water TikTok girls. You can't like you can't do it. No. So don't go against your. I learned about I learned about that this week. Water talk is a thing. Yeah. Water is so weird. What is that? Yeah. Water talk. (laughs) Like it's essentially a bunch of these like white Southern women who cannot drink straight water. Like, I don't know, maybe because the water is like polluted out there. But like they (laughs) like will straight up put like. Oh, so like crystal light syrups. and like oh, yeah. it's, not just, oh, it's so intense. It's like, like mocktails. That's I mean, me. I mean, that's what that's what this is. This is Mio in my drink right now. But, but yeah. they're on I, another it, level. Leather level, like they're mixing syrups and they're cutting up fruit and they're giving like recipes for their water. It, yeah. it, and it's a <laughs> thing. no longer why, water. At why would it be Sonic driving now? Is that how <laughs> yeah. this works? Basically, yeah. Oh, okay. Basically, right. yeah. Um, but it's it's a thing and they're like the stanley cups are that's how stanley cups are going in like they're wow. <laughs> they have whole collections they'll have there's like a lady who on tiktok has like a whole do you remember like the extreme couponing people yeah and they have like their whole yeah. garage filled with like excess of stuff these women will have like an entire wall dedicated to just their flavors wow, just the water flavors it, everybody it's needs also a hobby, they, they, yeah, and they'll have like a wall of of of, of water containers and yeah. and thermoses and and like they'll they'll buy and review like twenty of them just oh my God. and it's like it's a it's a it's a sippy cup baby. It's crazy. <laughs> Speaking of journeys of water, oh yeah, that's what a segue. Yeah, Janine, I believe you have some uh, water based. Uh, news for us <laughs> yeah um so uh moana which if i remember correctly means water or ocean i don't know it's I'm one not... of those two it's the it's... same it's the same right water is ocean, ocean water right? is ocean that's yeah. a good yeah. point sorry yeah. makes a very good point water is ocean water is ocean and water yeah. ocean is, is water ocean. yeah this um, is a... end of podcast yeah. we've all learned a lesson water is ocean <laughs> Um, is water ocean or is ocean water? Ooh, this is. Ooh, ooh. What, this is kind of like that. Is water wet debate? Water is Which not is, wet. Water is not wet. The things that water touches is wet. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Water's <laughs> water's Look never been wet, and I feel <laughs> I feel bad for water. Never been oh, wet. water! Poor I water. didn't know water was married to Ben Shapiro. Oh. Come for us, Ben. Come for us. Oh, yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, speaking of Ben Shapiro, tell me about Moana's journey. No, don't. Yeah, don't. No. Children's movie stuff. Um, Moana meet and greet debuts at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, So they have a Moana's there. She's looking super cute. Um, classic terrible Disney wig. Literally. Um, why do they not? How can they what not is- spring for a lace front wig? That's what I'm saying. Like I can literally get them a good vendor. Like it's not even that hard. It's to, like, not find a good hard. Wig. I don't understand yeah. it. Um, the the scene. It's at like a pavilion, like that used to launch boats back when Disney or uh, Animal Kingdom first opened. This is um, a Pocahontas they- one, right? 
Is this yeah, the same? it's where yeah. Pocahontas was. Um, they've just got some like banners strung up all over, and they set up a cheesy little backdrop with some plastic palm fronds and some fake sand and some. What's fake, what's fake sand? These like little mounds off to the side with like a little oh, bit of lava rock okay. in it. I got you. There's fake sand. Isn't fake sand I, just sand? Is, is it, it actual sand? I'm looking at it, and it, it actually imagine. looks like it is real. You know what, yeah, guys? I, think it is. The thing I don't I know, know which is worse. Sand is desert. That's what I know. <laughs> sand is clean dirt. So, like, ooh, uh, yeah, we're so philosophical, I mean, you guys. I mean, I, I think, I think my favorite part is that you've got the uh, what's the pig's name? You've got him in the background. Pua. Yeah, Pua. And, he looks super yeah, cute. Yeah, Pua. And, and there's hey, a Hey Hey, hey on one, side, which is my favorite. Hey Hey is my hey, the best. I, I, yeah. I love him so much. She's Stan a queen. Whoever, mm-hmm. for what it is, it's great. Yeah, it's super cute. Um, they, it looks like it was thrown together pretty quickly, but that's okay because mm-hmm. the real star of the show <laughs> is Moana, who is super cute. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, this is going to last until Giant oh, Water opens. Yeah, Epcot, for sure. You think they need they need to do a they need to do a hey hey that's like Grogu. Yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. basket yeah. that she holds, yeah. or or with a, a little hey hey looking around, or a pua like you do a figment. Uh, yeah, smile. yeah, right, right. She's holding would, him. Or yeah. like, yeah, yeah. But, that would be but so why cool. Animal Kingdom and not? Epcot? That's the question. That's the question. Why would you not just put? The, I mean, I think the issue with Epcot is literally there's no space right now. I think that's the issue. They had this empty pavilion, and it looks vaguely Polynesian already. <laughs> yeah, vaguely. <laughs> You know what ethnic, else ethnic, ethnic looks, uh, ethnic, yeah. You know what else looks Polynesian <laughs> that you could have her meet and greet at? Po- uh, the Polynesian. The, the Polynesian. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Literally. Yeah, but they're not. They can't charge money. No, that's no. true. No. Um. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. don't kid yourself. <laughs> Anyone that's who's getting true. The Polynesian. Nine, yeah, ninety-eight percent well, of those you... those people. Of course, us us APers know that you could just walk anywhere and do anything. Us. I mean, Hold when on, I Nathan, was a poor not a child living an hour and a half from Disney and we didn't have APs, my parents' way of taking us to Disney was to just to go gate crash the hotels and just oh, walk yeah. around all the hotels. Yeah. So oh, yeah. that's, a, that's but, a thing, too. Yeah. When, when we lived there, we used to go to the Yacht and Beach just to use the pool and all the time, all yep. the time. It was Coronado yeah. Springs for us. Yeah. It, yeah, it's harder. It's harder now, but back back no, in twenty not. years ago, no, it's not. I really? think it's slightly harder because the nah. like the gate. But if you just wait for someone to just open wait. a gate and time it, it's, yeah, right. It's slightly yep. harder. It's mostly a psychological yep. barrier. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I wasn't exactly going to talk about this, but uh, we're not. So my last uh, trip to Wilderness Lodge, my favorite resort. Uh, I spent some time reading The Rise of Theodore Roosevelt by a Fire, which is exactly the book you're supposed to read when you're at Wilderness Lodge. <laughs> um, uh, and then I thought, you know what? Club level is just right there. Uh, yes. Could I just do it? Could I just? Uh, and I said, you know what? I will walk towards the door. And if the theme park <laughs> gods want me to go into club level, the door will open. And uh, someone walked right in front of me when I got to the door and they opened it and I said, thank you. And then I walked in and I had uh, some some bougie ass stuff at club level uh, at uh, Wilderness Lodge for a little bit. I didn't even know that existed. It's at the far top. It's it's, it's, yeah. What is that? Club level is like 
uh, you get free food basically and booze. Um, For who who gets it? Club level. So you pay what's a club level. Like uh, you pay a buttload of money for a club level uh, room, and oh. that club level room comes with the accommodation of basically food and beverage anytime you want it. Sada and I are both like we have never even I'm... heard of this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is not our echelon. I no, lucked out it is once. Bay grade. <laughs> well, I lucked out once and got to do the contemporary. Also has club level. I think it's no, no. It was. Is this a Florida thing? Like, I think it might be exclusively a Florida thing. But anyway, one of them, I can't remember which one I went to, uh, has club level because uh, a friend was staying in club level. And But you go up an elevator and it's a whole level of a floor and it's pretty impossible. Like there's a desk, you know, like it's it's hard to get by. Uh, Wilderness Lodge is just sort of like at the top. And if the door's open, there's really nothing, you know, there's there's no checking or anything. So I'm not saying wow. people do that. Chill out. Don't do that. I did it because it was special <laughs> in my last time. I'm not putting a, I'm not putting that out into the world. Don't ruin yeah, the world. Yeah, moral trespass is your trespass, right, Nathan? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Do, I didn't get any booze or anything. I had some trail mix for Christ's sake. Just calm down. <laughs> you just had, bro. If I was in there, I would have got everything. Like got, you only do it once. You just look. You want to know the secret of getting anywhere you want? It's very well, besides being male and white, besides those <laughs> things, um, the easiest thing to do is just look tired and bored. And if you're tired mm. and bored, if you look like you don't want to be there, they'll think you're supposed to be there. <laughs> so yeah. I just looked tired and bored. I was just like long day, long day at the parks, you know, me and my five kids here at club level. I don't know me and my five kids that I don't ever spend time with, but the wife made me come all the way over here. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. tired. Yeah. <laughs> and I just think she's, I don't know. I don't trust the pool boy. That's oh. Nice. I, I don't <laughs> trust that pool boy back home. We're going to have a conversation with Enrique. Enrique? <laughs> I don't trust him. But okay. first, I got to go with my bros to Vegas. See? all that. So you got to put on a character. Yeah. So I wasn't just like stealing food. I was like, I was bringing ambiance. Let's put it like that. Um, I was adding to the magic. So anyway, you were what, what the performer. hell were we talking about before we went into <laughs> this? <laughs> How do we Dynamo get all Moana. the meet and greets? Oh, with Polynesian, and you said you went to the yeah. pool, and then I, yes. then I went on club level because uh, Disney, don't be mad at me. I did. I just took a little. I just took so many corn dogs. I'll pay for him if you want me to. Um. <laughs> uh. Anyway. Uh, yes, let's go back to the topic of Moana at Animal Kingdom, which is weird because Animal Kingdom or Epcot's supposed to have an attraction really soon, and I assume she's going to go over there at some point. That right? That's what we're. I assuming. don't know. I haven't heard of that being part of the Way of Water. I mean, but like she could pop up there. there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, that would make sense if she just like, popped. I would up understand there. that a meet and greet just in Epcot would look very strange. Like, it wouldn't really match the vibe. It wouldn't really work. Well, we have um, meet and greets here all the time. No, yeah, actually. but I feel like for the for what they for what they did, like, the oh, way that it looks. Oh, yeah, like kind of casual yeah. yeah, like, yeah. It, it's not, it wouldn't really work. Um, but to have her in her pavilion would make the most sense. But yes. Disney's kind of just like anything brown um, needs to go to Animal Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, can we have a conversation about that real quick? Uh <laughs> It's probably good to have a conversation about that. I had a big issue several years ago when during, I think it was the arts festival um, there. 
they used the African Pavilion, which is, of course, uh, nothing at Epcot. It ain't even a pavilion. But no, it's an outpost, theoretically. Uh, but the only things they were selling there were Tom's shoes and soap. And I was like, uh, oh boy, this feels racist. Boy, does this feel <laughs> racist. Um, it, I, they haven't done it since. I've been very much looking and every time to see if that was the case. That's but crazy. It was pretty nuts. Um, so I wouldn't put it past him. But yeah, you're absolutely correct. I think I, I can't fathom why Moana's at Animal Kingdom. It doesn't make any sense to me. Aesthetically, it makes sense. But logistically, it doesn't. How does it aesthetically make sense? There's neither Again, Polynesian brown. brown. <laughs> Ethnic. The brown park. Janine, will you get a hold of your Pringles park. can? She's making so much noise with her Pringles can. I'm so sorry. My gosh. You buy such quality equipment and then can't keep it together. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we agree Pocahontas makes more sense because she's more animal, animal. nature, right? Yeah. I guess Moana's, Moana's nature, nature too. That's true. And she's like right. saved yeah, the islands it's... from the blight. Yeah, yeah, it's the, it's not just an animal park. It's a, it's a it's also about nature. plants and, and nature. Yeah. I mean, to me, yeah. it makes conservation. Sense. Like, I feel like Moana fits in at Animal Kingdom better than Epcot, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, right. But oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Water Journey should water. have been at Animal. It should have been yeah. there. I mean, yeah. like, thematically, yes. But as far as like activities, it's. Mm. more needed at epcot yeah animal That's kingdom has like a Def- designated definitely. play area already epcot does not yeah. <laughs> no yeah. epcot does not have any sort of play area no that's very true anything called a play has been canceled uh <laughs> <laughs> anything at epcot i'm surprised this even went through i, I was am very too. surprised yeah. yeah yeah for sure well you could go see moana give, give her our love um Tell her the rats say hello and enjoy her confused expression. Um, but don't put her on TikTok. We don't oh, do that one to our cool, cast members. Well, what? she was actually on TikTok, but for a good reason. Okay. Um, one of the performers actually spoke um, Samoan. So that was really oh, awesome. Cool. That's yeah. really neat. So, I mean, technically, she's she's just, you know, just poly, like, you know, overarching Polynesian. But to have right. somebody that actually speaks a Polynesian language. That's really cool. pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's really cool. I like that. Was that it? Was that here at Disneyland? It was there. I think it was that specific meet and greet. Oh, huh, that's yeah. interesting. Very yeah. cool. I'm glad for to once hear. they're doing something right. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the West Coast, though, and things that are not going right, Dave. Uh, <laughs> come on, baby, set my heart on fire. Oh. What's going on over there at Disneyland? Oh, poor Murphy. Tell us about Murphy uh, and why Murphy. Murphy's named Murphy to begin with, because I think that Murphy says a lot. Does it have Murphy anything to do with the, the law? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Murphy. Murphy is the is the loving nickname for the latest iteration of the Phantasmic Dragon um, that went in in 2017, I believe. Um, that was a beautiful animatronic that rises up out of this pit and it's his paws come up over the edge of the and it's it's really if you haven't seen it it's beautiful it's a garner holt uh a company made oh, it cool. and it's a it's That's a really cool. lovely lovely animatronic oh it's way better um, than the one here on the east coast well is it y- yeah animatronic I, I, yeah i mean i i i have a hot take that i actually preferred the 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 dragon on a stick you like the wings you like the aesthetics like, of it more I like the theatricalness of it. 
Sure. Um, um, I don't dislike the animatronic. I think it's a beautiful accomplishment, and it and mm-hmm. it does add to the show. But personal taste level, I always liked the the performers, you know, flapping the wings manually and, and well, the sort of you're in luck, Dave. Raccoon, the puppet, <laughs> yeah, because that's probably coming back. Um, so they called him Murphy because when he first opened, he had a lot of problems, and sometimes he didn't come out of the pit, and he was very shy, and 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 they had so many issues with it because it's a. I mean, it is a big deal if you haven't seen that animatronic. It's it entirely. It's massive, and he entirely hides underground. They they, mm-hmm. they dug this huge pit for him, um, and he had a lot of he had a lot of issues early on. And so they called him Murphy, lovingly called him Murphy after Murphy's Law. Anything that can go wrong will. And um, so they've nicknamed him that. And uh, um, last uh, what was it two weeks ago? Um, Pretty much, uh, yeah. Right after about we two taped. weeks ago, yeah. yeah right after we taped. Um, uh, Murphy went up in flames. Uh, it, uh, as you know, the, the the dragon actually breathes fire in the show. Do you know that the original one, the the puppet on a stick one, um, the way that the flames worked was not a f- gas fuel. It was. Um, you're not going to believe me here, but I, uh, honest to God, this works. Uh, it was a puff of um, a powdered creamer, like you put. In oh your sure, coffee. no, I've oh, set wow. creamer on fire. Yeah, like <laughs> it, it won't set fire. If you have a no, if you have a if you have a pile of it, it won't light. But if you aerate it, like like dip a straw in it and blow it out and put a lighter in front of it, it'll create a a fireball. And it's wow. because there's there's calcium in it, I guess. As I, I think it but, says it's flammable on a creamer. If you look at a creamer container, yeah. it'll say wow. yeah, it will catch. And so the original literally literally had air pressure and and a, and they would preload uh, the the the. the Cremora, basically, and he would blow it out and, and had a little spark in front of it. That's how the old one worked. The new one is a modern theme park um, gas fire. Sure. Um, people were saying it was liquid fired. That's not what they use for these. They use they usually use natural gas for these. They don't. They're not going to squirt a, something a was leaking. Fire, though, it, right? Is that hydraulic? Fluid? It was. But it could have been, it, yeah, it was probably hydro. My, again, I don't know anything. Right. They haven't really announced what happened. Um, my assumption, it might be hydraulic fluid. It might be just literally melting melting resin or plastic or, or whatever. The, the shooting out in a stream and then stop. The yeah, bubble. that's. That's true. That's true. So maybe it, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is a liquid propellant. If any nerd out there knows for sure, it wasn't I would just fire, assume... though. It no. was just like a liquid shooting out. I mean, I I'm think watching that it would right probably... now because I haven't watched the video of this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then that would that would probably be hydraulic fluid. Then for sure, um, I will say it was th- that version of of it on fire with the music playing was so metal. Like it was, it was so, so, cool. it was it so was. fucking she was metal. Screaming yeah. in <laughs> agony. It, it was, was like literally the perfect moment was, to set the whole goddamn thing on fire. Because yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I loved how I the mean, movie it, it, was just standing there. Like, and then he went underground. He went, bye. Bye, I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, like, oh, I'm getting fired tonight. Like, I just lost I my job. This, yeah. and, and, you know, there's there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, memes about it. At the bottom of it, though, it is really sad when these things happen. Yeah. I, I really feel for the for the cast and crew god knows why it happens these are you know these are very complex systems that take a lot that have a million points of of maintenance and check and it could have been one tiny little thing that wore out like it's not it's not a fault of the manufacturer it's not a fault of the maintenance guys these things happen um i feel really feel for the cast and i'm so glad nobody was hurt yeah um, Yeah. because that is a terrifying 
situation if it's, you've ever been i've I'm, been on i've been on a stage oh. that caught i've been inside a dark ride that had a fire because of welding happening during oh, construction wow. and it's and it's terrifying so it's yeah. it's it I'm, you know um thank goodness they're pros and they know what to do in those this situations. guy who's got like a commercial handheld fire extinguisher trying to like salvage the stage <laughs> and keep it from spreading but he's yeah. like directly underneath yeah these piles of embers that are dropping I yeah would, it was yeah i mean it could have caught the whole island on fire yeah theory, this is yeah. shocking honestly like it yeah. really went up in flames like i saw like every a, angle like yeah, there was a shot like from a every single side yeah everybody was filming it. you saw the splash mountain one right you saw yeah. this one right oh, yeah, on yeah. the boat yeah yeah, yeah. And they're, they're on the timing. top of the boat. And oh that's God. terrifying. And they're seeing it sort of happen as they're going, but they can't get a good view. There's just smoke. <laughs> and they're like, what yeah. the hell is going on? And then they come off that crest and they're like, she's on fire. And they just like <laughs> go down. You know, I like, oh, mm-hmm. go ahead, Sarah. Yeah, I was going to say, imagine if it took your first time seeing it and you're probably thinking uh, it's a part uh, of the show. Yeah, like, part of the show. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it was perfectly like, timed. That's kind of sick. Yeah. And yeah, they I think what even. <laughs> Come to Disney. You know why <laughs> we're so expensive? We burn an animatronic every night. There's yeah, a pile of there's a pile of pile of yeeted dragons in the back. Pile so, of post um, post fire dragons. I knew it was getting caught on fire. I didn't know it was this bad. Oh no, yeah. it was bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. Uh, I thought that he was gonna maybe like be need to be refurbished. I well, don't, yeah. you remember they, we've they, had they, they can't salvage this. No, I mean no. West Coast. No. This is just a classic example of West Coast copying East Coast because we had our <laughs> Maleficent parade float uh, who breathes fire, oh, catch true. fire. That, uh, I yeah. was thinking this was like that. Yeah, because they yeah. kind of put yeah. it out fairly quickly. No, this thing burnt to the ground. So yeah, but wow. we um, since the West Coast is the best coast, we did it bigger and better. Of like, course, you fucking did. It's a viral <laughs> moment. You know? Yeah, that's true. But what's you guys spent the, you guys first of all spent more money on your Maleficent and then burnt it cooler. So yeah, yeah, because we're that because we're that cool. We're the West Coast. Yeah. But you know, what it, I was gonna it, say the <laughs> thing that surpri- the thing that surprised me the most was that they had the show open like less than a week later. Yeah. running again didn't mm-hmm. they yeah that and well, and that's well i mean yeah it was close for a while is it back well, open not, not with him oh of not course. with it not with murphy obviously right. um but just no. the cleanup alone they put him back down in his pit and they can work on it and pull him out at night but they, i think they they did the b show which is just the projection only version mm-hmm. of the dragon um yeah and, which they uh, have which is fine yeah, yeah well, they have a b version when he didn't work so um, it's really sad when those things happen. That thing was not cheap, and uh, I, I feel bad. I, I feel and bad. It's only for... been back for a month. Like, yeah, since I the... know. Well, just, I mean, it's cursed. <laughs> weirdly, like, and and Dave can correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I feel like big problems like this happen sometimes after you. The more human error occurs, or the more you know finessing something gets right something goes into refurb and they change something and they fix something but all those things can be loose or whatever and then there's a whole other like area where you know you couldn't have problems i think of like anytime a ride opens for the first time for the public like you know it's been so worked on that sometimes it takes a while to work out all those bugs and it's the same for this kind of stuff too is like you know The moment you bring something back from refurb, it doesn't necessarily mean it's perfect. It just means that it has gotten yeah. attention. And sometimes attention is not always good. So it can happen. But yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's really, it's sad, sad for the, I'm glad the casting, I'm glad the show didn't go down 
permanently because that right. would have been a, just detrimental for that cast and crew but it, yeah. you know good for disney for keeping it going and, and the show must go on i feel really bad for garner holt they do such beautiful work yeah. um I, I mean you know hopefully hopefully they'll be able to rebuild him i mean yeah. he he is a one of the most impressive animatronics i've ever seen the moment if you've never seen the show um i mean i have quibbles with the redos of the show there's a lot of things they changed in the current version that i'm not a fan of but the moment when he comes up in the old show, it was just the head rising up and the wings lit up because they right they were all sparkly. Right. In the new in the new version, his claws come out of the ground and grip grip the edge of this stone pit that he crawls out of, and then he rises up. It's so scary and dramatic. It's so good. So I I, I do love him, and and he is an impressive moment for an outdoor spectacular like that. And I and I hope I hope we get him back in some form. Murphy, yeah. we, it, it, gone but not forgotten. R.I.P. Um, but we're going to now go from R.I.P. to W.G.A., which is not R.I.P. <laughs> uh, it's very much not going to rest in peace. It's going to strike. Uh, the Writers Guild yeah. of America, of course, is on strike. Um, and we just wanted to bring this up because uh, this, of course, affects television. Um, if you all remember about, was it 10 years ago, nine years ago? We went through about a hundred day strike with the WGA, and that's why the second season of Lost was, or no, of Heroes was terrible. Heroes, and, and there was yeah. weird issues with Lost. So many and, things were terrible. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it Quantum of Solace, the James Bond movie, was written by basically Daniel yep. Craig. Um, lots of reasons. <laughs> and it cost why the economy, the California yeah. economy, like billions of dollars. My so, cat is making yeah. noise. Hold on a sec. She's very <laughs> cute. I've been watching her. I know she's just like going crazy. I watched her reach over hey, to Nathan's chair and just start digging yeah. her claw in a little, and like picking at it a little bit. Katie, can you give can you give Nova some attention? Yeah. <laughs> it's that time of night. <laughs> and now we have her new thing has been she'll find open surfaces. And... So. <laughs> Ugh. It's anyway. all the Playground. stuff that used to be here. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. forgive me. Um, so yes. Anyway, that's okay. WGA is on strike, and of course, you all remember that. Um, and uh, yeah, so a lot of crappy shows uh, happened because of the last writer strike. <laughs> um, and you know, this could affect things like streaming, of course. But we only wanted to bring this up because, of course, we support the Writers Guild of America. Yes. Um, 100%. 1,000%. 1,000%. Yes, um, they're not asking for anything that's not unreasonable whatsoever. Um, but I'm sure Without there are them, questions. I would be very depressed. Yes. Um, <laughs> and for, for real. Um, but uh, I'm sure there are questions from people who are asking, how does this affect things like theme parks? And what, what are theme park writers under the WGA and stuff? And as the industry professional here, Dave, could you just give people a little bit of an idea of the difference <laughs> between theme park writing and uh, WGA stuff? And if there is any yeah. inter interlocking elements or anything that's connecting them or if there's nothing at all, yeah. just so we can clear the air for anyone who's got these kind of questions. Not really. I mean, I've I've written for theme parks and live shows and stuff in theme parks and museums and stuff my entire career, and I'm I am not in the WGA, and I I will probably never be in the WGA. I had a chance to early on because I had a, a script that was optioned a couple of times um, back in the late '90s, early aughts, and nothing came of it. But it would would have been my entree too, because sure. uh, it was a live action film. Um, but uh, uh, 
no, to, to, the simple answer is it doesn't really affect us at all. Um, the, the amount of writing that goes into theme parks, especially for like big attractions, that's a, that's a small percentage of work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that it's not insignificant. It's important to the process of creating a big attraction or a new park or a new ride, but the writing part of it is, a, um, it's often like in my case, it's, I, it's, I, I'm also the creative director and writer like men in black. I did most of the writing on it. I hired some friends to help out with pre-shows and things. Um, and on a park like WB um, I had a couple of writers, but they did other projects as well at Thinkwell. Um, but I wrote two of those rides full, full cloth myself, um, but not, they're not guild. They're not union. The theme park uh, design industry, design and production industry by and large is not union. Um, we don't get residuals. I don't get any money for ticket sales for Men in Black anymore. I didn't at the begin. I didn't then. I don't now. I got paid for the project, and that's it. Right? It is a right. it is a project based work for hire industry. Um, so it really doesn't affect us. I mean, but I'll use I, just to use my bully pulpit for a minute. Anybody who thinks that this is you know a bunch of rich people crying in their mansions does not really <laughs> understand the movie industry no. because um the the days of being a, a a a a a living wage writer in hollywood are long gone mm-hmm. and there's yeah. an echelon of people that write big shows and movies but like if you 20 years ago you could you could be in a writer's room for a tv show and live a pretty moderate upper middle class existence here in la that doesn't exist anymore Right. Um, and, and you're seeing if you follow the tweets and I've retweeted a couple of these things and people follow me like the the on the picket lines today was um, uh, Catherine Fugit. She was the creator of Army Wives, which was a show that was on the air for seven years. She created and wrote for that show. Apparently, it's still in the red. And she never received a cent of profit, for which is bullshit, show. by the way, or, just just which is clear. bullshit. Right. Yeah. That's just not so clear. That's bullshit. That's, it's that's definitely Hollywood not in accounting. the red, right? <laughs> no, no, it's no. And how it's, those things happen is, uh, for example, we've seen this because of the Sony links. Thanks, North Korea, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yep, yep. But companies will pay the marketing side for their services of the same company, but because the money is moving from one bin to another bin, they can call it a loss. And so yep. movies that have made millions and millions of dollars can be quote unquote uh, not making any money, so no one gets residuals for decades yeah. because they just keep right. moving money around. Right, right. And so, and so, and just to put it in perspective, the in, the studios made about five billion dollars in two thousand, and last year they made twenty eight billion dollars. Yeah, right. And, and there's so like at even least if you account one for an, studio CEO who's making like a quarter billion dollars Zaslav at, yeah. at, at Warner Zaslav Brothers is making 25 million or yeah it's yeah. 20 it's 25 250 yeah. million is 250 no, two, no it's 250 yeah, yeah. No, he makes quarter, quarter, quarter of a billion dollars just assumed it was quarter 25 billion because no no Iger's at like 50 and, yeah and and putting it in yeah. putting in perspective like the what the WGA writers are asking for for is for like 10,000 people to share that wage. amount about <laughs> to about to to share about that amount of money it's yeah. the, so we're talking about it, it's it's the, the 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 disconnect is ridiculous and like it, it it's um 
again, they made the, the, it, it, even if you account for inflation for that five billion to twenty eight billion, it just completely doesn't make sense. No, and a lot of it has to do also with the, the, the. This is another thing people don't understand: the idea of residuals and and track Nielsen ratings and on on a box office and a movie be completely all all of that doesn't happen in streaming because now that the studios own that data they don't have to tell anybody so like a good for instance the guy who created the bear one of the most critically acclaimed tv series uh, out there right now went back to driving uber after the first season and had to borrow money for the tux yeah, no, had to this borrow money for the thing tux. that I've been seeing. Like famous actors that you would expect would be millionaires are like broke. I mean, I don't claim to know what Elijah Wood's financials are, but he lived like two doors down from my brother at one point, and my brother was not in a high end area. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. But this is like this guy. The reason he was in that financial, who knows what his financial situation was before. Maybe he would sure. just manage his money wrong. That's, that's fine. Still, um, he did not have any audience data, was not shared anything. So he had no leverage when he was negotiating for season two on one of the most critically acclaimed shows on the air. Right. And, and that almost every TV creator is saying that now that the studios own all of the data. They own the Nielsen's remember the Nielsen's were created so that advertisers would know the demographics behind shows. So they would know right. what, what, uh, what they would need to pay. There was for a third party. Based, yeah. There's a third oh, party yeah, basically arbitrary. No yeah. Yeah. They were wow. the arbitrary. Doesn't happen were, anymore. Yeah. There's no need. So and so, so if people think that the people creating these shows that are being streamed are making a ton of money, they are not. There yes. is, and and the studios have used the excuse of new technology and entertainment every single time. It happened with VHS. It happened with DVD. It happened with Blu-ray. They were like, "Oh, this is an untested technology. We don't know if this will be successful." Meanwhile, nobody got residuals on DVDs. Nobody got residuals on Blu-rays. Yeah. So it, it, it's. And and so people there, I've heard people say, oh, those those writers, they're holding those poor people in the rest of the industry are being held up by the writers. No, the WGA holds this power for a reason. And all of the other and the and the, what didn't happen in the last strike that is happening now, all the other uh, uh, unions are are standing are going yeah. to the meetings every yeah. single one. The DGA is going. That's unheard of. Yeah. Right. Oh, they could so all strike at the same moment because there's there's a couple that are yep. thinking about it. I mean, it could be a full yep. on, we're just going to stop. And, they definitely until... need to because, like, they're underpaid and oh, overworked. Like, you have all these new, like, shows that are coming out. Yeah, they're less in the number of episodes, but these episodes are, like, movies. They're, like, yep. almost features. Like, they, they're yep. hours long. They are so amazing. Like, you have shows like There's Succession, for example. so much discussion about how we're in the golden age of TV and the yeah. fact right. that the people who are responsible for creating this golden age are living on poverty wages. Yeah. Poverty. While and, culturally, yeah. there is this backlash against the entire concept of Hollywood and everyone who works in Hollywood is maligned yeah. and treated as, like, this elitist. And it's like these people... No. are starving artists the, the, yeah well it truly and 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 it's and the and the other thing is it's also changed the amount like it seems that they're producing a lot more now but they're not really because yeah. it used to be that if you were on a writer's room for a show you would do between 13 and 22 episodes mm-hmm. now they'll do like five or six now originally you would be hired for a tv show and you'd be on it for like nine months 
right? Now you're on it for maybe, maybe four weeks. It's a gig economy when they're union workers, which is crazy. It's a gig economy. Your average, your average staff writer pay for nine weeks is about five K a week now. So 45K gross, and that's not including agent manager, WGA dues, taxes. Rent. You, you take a, a, a writer rent, right? <laughs> a rent, a, a average average LA, LA rent is 2,800 a month, right? And that's a and shitty apartment. Like... And that's a shitty ass apartment. <laughs> no parking. Like, it, it, this, is, this is literally, like, it, it, this is a massive issue. And the studios are, are controlling their product more than they ever have. And- and are making more money than they ever have because they control the distribution. This is why this is why movies were deregulated in the first place. This is why the studios don't own the movie theaters anymore, right? right. That that yeah, that, that was a problem in the early days of movie theaters. That's why they don't anymore. They're not allowed to because yeah. of this problem. Yeah. And, That's and a again, really interesting point, Dave. Yeah, and and we shouldn't go back to the studio system because that has its own myriad Oof. of problems. But mm-hmm. there is something right. interesting about the fact that, you know, uh 50 plus years ago, you could be hired and just work at the studio and you were a writer and when they said uh you're going to write a western, you wrote a western, and when you're going to write a sci-fi, you're going to write a sci-fi. Like there was a level yeah. of of 9 to 5 about the job that no longer yeah. exists and and do you for think many it's reasons, because of oversaturation of right like of hollywood right now like everybody wants to come in and you know like not saying that there's anything wrong with following your dreams but there's right. a lot of transplants in la well what's weird um, too is if you're not on television yeah like if you're first of all it's it's a weird concept because you have to kind of go to la if you want to kind of become a writer um but you also you know if you become a good enough writer, you can leave LA is basically yeah. how it works yeah. unless you want to work in television. But even then it's coming to the point now where it was streaming, you know, eight episodes, you'll come in for a week, you'll do some, you know, meetings, you'll figure it out with the showrunner and then you'll go off and write. Like it's, it's a weird system. Um, and it's, and it's very much based on who, you know, and when you know it. Yeah. And, and If you're not an Epo baby, you're not making it. Like, it's certainly weird. harder. It's certainly yeah. harder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, you st- it's so stupid to still say, and you know, as a professor, I get asked this question a lot about how do I get in the industry and da, da, da. And I'm like, you go and you serve coffee and maybe something happens. And like, yeah, you wish for Honest the to best. God, that's what it, if you really want to go down that path, that's the path. I mean, Bill Hader was a, an assistant, a production assistant for a couple of years um, and then he just on a whim kind of got SNL because they needed an impressionist and now he's making the best television yep. on right now yeah. as a director, um, and writer. So it, it just depends and, and there's no easy answer, but, but I, at this current state, I would not recommend anybody go and write in Hollywood because you know, it is, it is it's like telling someone to get into teaching. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. At least uh, teaching in Florida. Um, yeah, yeah, to say the least, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing is there's, there's no real way for you to hold your footing right now. And the WGA is sort of working on making that. All I know is, is if Abbott elementary does not get season three, cause I know they're can't like, they're literally holding it back right now right. because of the WGA. Shout out to Quinta Brunson for, you know, going on strike. We of love course. her. Don't cross but... that line. Yeah, like season three of Abbott Elementary needs to happen. So oh, studios, they, ABC, they're not going to ruin it. They're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna, they'll hold off. That's the other interesting thing is 
individual studios and companies can create their own deals with the WGA. So the last strike, some shows went back into production much quicker because they said, okay, fine, let's, we'll make this work. And they worked out a deal. Um, so it just depends on how and when. Damn it, it's time to rewatch all 23 seasons of Law and Order. <laughs> it's looking like it. <laughs> well, I'm just sitting here still waiting for my third season of Pushing Daisies. Um, uh, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, that's an old that's an another, old reference for those. Go another show that that was mm-hmm. an, another show that was hurt by the the strike, yeah. Yep. Killed yeah. because of it. But we support the writers um and of course uh that still doesn't answer the question which we have now which is uh, why the heck Disney Plus shows, even if there are writers for them, can't seem to uh, find a grip? Uh, Disney has canceled <laughs> recently National Treasure Edge of History, and I don't care about that. I don't think any of us watched it except Dave. You said mm-hmm. you tried one episode. I tried the first couple of episodes. It didn't really grab me. Um, I liked how they were trying to connect it to a through line with the lead character in a very different way than than Nick Cage's just, you know, he was just bonkers uh passionate about it that right. was the only driving force this was like it's an artifact that's related to maybe related to her family like i i liked that sure. they tried to make it cultural and interesting it just didn't grab me it it it, it lacked some of the sort of campy goofiness of the movies because the i think the movies are a hoot they're not good yeah. but they're a lot of fun yeah yeah uh, yeah they're good for what they um, are you know, yeah, Nick Cage they're, action they're movies. Exactly. <laughs> big, big, dumb Nick Cage action movies. And the fact that they made a sequel just was like, what? How did that happen? You so, mean the one where I'm, he steals the Constitution? Know, or the Declaration yeah, of Independence? Right. Yeah. De- I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence it's with the those funky glasses from Ben Franklin that have and a little bit of 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 a movie. Yeah. It, yeah. It's yeah. great. When it's Nick Cage stealing the Declaration anyway, of <laughs> and it's not the first like Disney Plus has been throwing everything right. at the wall series wise. They they did a show based on the Mighty Ducks. They did one on Turner and Hooch. You yeah. know, um, there's and there's Doogie shows that Hauser. in this article you sent me. Oh yeah, they did a uh, they did a Doogie Howser reboot. But there's shot there's other shows listed in this article you sent me about it. Big Shot, Mysterious Benedict Society, Diary of a Future President. I have never heard of those. What? I have no idea what those are. Those are all original. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and again. But again, the reason there's all these original shows is because on streaming, there's no risk because they can shoot these things for for five dollars, relatively speaking, compared right. to a big a big budget network show, and not have to pay people residuals. And if it doesn't work, they take it off. This or is market it really because all they've got they to do is really put it on the menu it. and and hope people find yeah. it. But the thing is with these yeah. with this type of strategy is it doesn't. As of I watch a lot of TV. I love TV. But mm-hmm. recently it's been like, I'm going to wait until there's like at least three seasons so that I know that this show is not going to be canceled oh, before I watch right. it. Yeah, I don't you watch know? anything. I don't even give Netflix a blink anymore until the show's over. Like literally. Yeah. Yeah. 1899 yeah. was a perfect example. Like I loved Dark, but I am not investing in that show until season two. And sure enough, mm-hmm. after season one, they canceled it. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. not going to watch it. You know, um, I will I will say this and we'll we'll keep up with Disney Plus, but I have been so impressed with Apple TV Plus. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So impressed. Yeah. Like yes. shockingly so. They're um, all bangers. They're like, all I just got show. on after you guys were like talking about it. I was like, I need to like start watching all these shows. It's crazy. It's yeah. So good. Big Door Prize is a lot of fun. Big Door Prize, Schmigadoon. 
Severance. Ted Lasso. Of Severance, is Ted Lasso. Severance is my favorite show. Of my Severance, Severance is probably my is favorite show. So good. It's so good. Yeah. What's uh, that right. one with um, Harrison Ford and the guy who plays Marshall? Oh, Shrinking. Uh, oh, yeah. I need cute. to watch. That's on my list. Yeah, it's very, cute. very cute. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, all it's solid. Even like, even when they're sort of like, I don't know, like they're overall still hitting a double. Like mm-hmm. they're all pretty good. For yeah. All Mankind was really great. The first season, the second oh, season was so good. I, we started the third, and I'm like, oh boy, this is sour. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. But it's it's better it's better in the third it gets bet way better in the third season. I would have I agree to. with you about season three. Yeah. <laughs> the end of two and the beginning of three. I was like, oh, yeah. boy, I don't know, yeah. I don't know about this. It was rough. Um, it was rough. But but I will say, yeah, I I'm just giving a shout out to Apple TV Plus because every time I turn around, they have a new show coming out with Rebecca Ferguson and Tim Robbins called Silo. It looks amazing. Like every day, there's like Which is, that's a, based on a really great book series yeah. called Wool. That cool, is a fantastic, yeah. fantastic series of books. And so that one looks amazing. And if you need to chill out, they have a new Frog and Toad show, Mister Frog. Oh, yeah! I have a friend. A friend of mine's working on that, and I love those books. I can't oh. wait. They're animated kid stuff. There's one called Stillwater with this big, uh, mm-hmm. this giant panda bear. Yeah. That they're it, they're they're their kid stuff is great. It's really smart yeah. and and sweet and gentle and yeah, it's great. Yeah, and we're talking about this because Disney Plus has nothing, um, except for Marvel and Star Wars. <laughs> And Marvel, really Star, Wars, Marvel yeah. Star Wars. Um, and uh, do I watch every Marvel and Star Wars? Yeah, I guess. At this point, I feel <laughs> like. Would it's... you watch other things too? If they... yeah. yeah. So that's the kind of the question that we've kind of put here too, right? Is like, what the heck is the deal with Disney Plus's inability to create a show that can hit? It has not had a hit beyond Disney can't create Marvel. anything that can hit right now. Like... Well. Disney has not. This is something Dave and I have talked about in the past. Disney, they've not had a hit. uh, Since like Frozen. An original hit. Yeah, well, non-animated live action original Disney hits are Mm -mm. few and far between until like the 2000s. (laughs) Pirates of the Caribbean is legitimately probably the only massive original Disney IP hit Mm -hmm. that I can think of that's not animated. Um, Yep. Yep. That's John true, Carter, yeah. anyone? Yeah. No? Okay. Uh, I, w- I loved that movie, though. I would totally yeah. have seen a sequel. It was just mismarketed. It was really good. I mean, all those Disney Channel movies were great. You Dick know, Tracy, Rocketeer. Rocketeer. Yeah. Dick Tracy, Tron Legacy, you know, yeah. Short Shrift would have been great. The Black Hole, which is weird, but still, <laughs> you know. Yeah. There's, I, just, I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know what will never disappoint a good old Real Housewives. Um, so if you want, if you have Peacock, like go for it. That's the only thing that'll be there. It's sorry, Sarah's here for the trash TV. I love trash TV. It's my favorite. The, the, the trash TV. I have learned. I'm not into those shows, but my best friend Brad uh, it, it watches them religiously, and he got me hooked on um, lo, uh, Below Deck. Oh the, my the gosh, Below the, Deck is the, so. It's such a weird comedy. Oh, so good. Do do all gays have one it's gay great. that watches all trash reality and tells all the other gays about it? Because I feel like I've heard I mean, this scenario many a time. Yeah, but they I all have, have a couple of friends. I, I have a. Oh yeah, I have a couple of friends who are. I uh, sorry, I was with. 
we were interrupting each other, so I was letting you go. But I, I, I have a couple of friends who are in seriously into the trash TV. I mean, like I watch the Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race. Sure. I watch almost all of them and all the international flavors of it. We subscribe to that Wow TV because it's like three dollars a month. It's really mm-hmm. dumb mm-hmm. and it's great and it's trashy in its own way and it's fun and creative and queer. Um, but the the the, the relationship drama stuff like Housewives, I am just not, I am not wired for that. But <laughs> Below Decks, if people don't like those shows, Below Decks you might like because it's. Below- a it's a happy medium people. yeah it's a happy medium it's like yeah. it's a weird world it's a world you've never seen which is um cruises and and, and high-end yachts not yeah. big corporate big cor- cruise ships but uh high-end yachts that people can rent and the people that work on board them and then the weird clients that come on it's actually surprisingly <laughs> really compelling it's like a weird they, look into like a whole other world that you would never think would have a yeah. reality show like right. it's so strange mixed mixed with the real life a little bit because it's like interpersonal drama of mm-hmm. 20 and 30 somethings right yeah. it's 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 a little trashy but it's also a world that you'll probably never see yeah, it's a, yeah. for super rich people but if you want but not something... annoying like super rich people on yeah. on the housewife shows those people yeah. I just want to slap i if only you... watch the black housewives shows because those are funny like, <laughs> <laughs> the other ones like i feel like their drama is like too real where it's like i don't want to watch your divorce of 15 years falling like apart like i really don't want right. to watch that but i want to watch a good old shade you know like i, I right. want to watch a shady moment and i feel like yeah. the real house sure. of potomac and real house of atlanta definitely deliver on that because i feel like their drama isn't real like it is still very <laughs> yeah, real it is. yeah um <laughs> I uh, I will do this as a recommendation for my wife. I watched one episode this morning over breakfast. Um, HBO Max has a show called The Doghouse UK, which is mm. literally just British people going and finding a dog at this beautiful shelter <gasps> and being connected with a dog. What? That's uh, it's so your weird. show, Dave. It's your show. Oh it's- my god! Like yeah. that is that is that was created in a lab just for me. British, <laughs> yeah. first of all. Like every British, like right. Great British baking, pottery throwdown yes. are like yes. those are like mac and cheese. Yeah, the doghouse UK. It's your show because oh my they, god, they might it might work, they might not work, right? There might be oh. a connection, and then if they do take them home, they have a what happens later, and so at the end of the episode, they go back and see if they kept the dog or if the dog came back to the doghouse. So. It's very. You don't understand, like dog rescue TikTok and Instagram stories. Oh, this is gonna kill you! It's gonna be the best thing. I just scroll through those for like an hour before I go to bed, and I cry because of all these happy, sad stories of. Oh my God! This is so. This is absolutely made for me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch them tonight, and I will report back on yes. the many tears that will come out of my face. Yes, please text me your tears. <laughs> um, so yes. Um, uh, with that said. Uh, you know what? We've spent a lot of time talking about nothing, and I am going to say that we're <laughs> going to just basically give a very micro review on Peter Pan and Wendy. Uh, did Dave, you watched it, correct? I watched it. I watched I it. Was I going, watched it. I was going to, and I didn't. I, I didn't wow, either. I watched something that Nathan didn't. Wow, Janine. Yeah. It's, so it's surprised when Once Janine in a lifetime. It. Same <laughs> yeah. as it ever so, was. Um <laughs> So what are you, what did you, I, I love the director. I still have hope to yeah. watch it. It's yeah. sort of, it seems like it's kind of I come was, out and people have said like, it's got some cool stuff and it's sort of uh maybe a one for them as it were for David Lowry and not a one for him. So uh, thoughts. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm with you. I stand that director pretty hard. I, mm-hmm. I will 
die on the hill of the fact that he made probably one of the best live action family adventures of the last 20 years with Pete's Dragon. Right. If you haven't seen it, it is Iron Giant good. It is E.T. good. It has the same kind of emotional punch. I will die on that hill. It is a brilliant film. And his other films, his weird little art films like Ghost Story are all kind of, and Green Knight, Green Knight, love. Yeah. Incredible. There are things about this movie that reminded me of Green Knight, actually. Um, uh, so my overall take is I he swings for the fences with a lot of big ideas of how to retell that story. And the biggest one is that it's told from the POV of a slightly older child, Wendy, not not childhood in general. Mm -hmm. And it's literally on she's on the verge of going off to boarding school. So it's all about, am I ready to grow up yet? Not I don't want to grow up yet. Mm. And that's the that's the fundamental change of it. The first two acts are a little dark, a little bleak. I'd love to hear Janine's thoughts on that. But but I will say the third act is banging and cool. great and, and worth sticking around for. And then the emotional note at the end of it, which it, it ends very differently than than the other mm. versions of it. You're either going to love it like I did or you're going to hate it. But mm. I loved it. It, it. it it's there's no it's an ending with no easy answers and a beautiful emotional ending for a show that is for a story that is fundamentally about the question of what is childhood, what is grown uphood. Hmm. Janine, what do you think? What do you think, Janine? We loved it. Um, yeah. From the perspective of watching it with a 10 year old boy, he dug out like this wooden sword that someone gave us <laughs> and was like flailing it around, nearly knocked our teeth out. Um, it was a blast to watch as a family. We really loved it. Oh, um, I loved the message. I loved all of the characters. I think the casting was phenomenal. Um, yeah. I had no idea that was Mia Jovovich's daughter. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Yeah. 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 Oh, I see it now. Now that I yes, picture her I was face. like, she looks so familiar. Who, like, who is she? It's Mia oh. Jovovich's daughter. She's, lo she's, baby. she's lovely. She Jude Law is great. Yes, Jude Law is amazing. I saw like a interview that got promoted to me on Twitter, which I don't usually click, but it was Jude Law talking about Peter Pan and how when his son was a child, he would pretend to be Hook. Mm. with him all the time and so he oh. his son's grown up now and he got to like live that moment again so it was just like a really heartfelt That's role cool. for him and it it's just it's a, great. he plays yeah. it like it's shakespeare There's, like he plays yeah, he it does he does super straight with and like an emotional completely and, and gravitas and a, and a little scary and a little like very it, it's scary a, it's a this is a dark and frightening movie it uh, is if you yeah. have little littles yeah, um, it, it's and, my and, son's and it 10. Is kind of I think there's like yeah, in the recent past, I wouldn't feel comfortable it, with them. Watching it feels it. like the yeah. trick here is in your I think we've seen several studios do this kind of movie with Pan, uh, several Peter Pan. Yeah. And there was one called Pan. And like it's not new called because Wendy. it's because it's public domain and you can uh, no it's not public domain i think jm barry the, all no. the money goes to the estate if i remember correctly that goes to the hospital yeah, yeah. the children's hospital but yeah um it's very it's not i wouldn't say it's hard to get you can you can get the rights if you if you have uh yeah potential um i think what people's brains with this one has been difficult it seems is everyone thinks it's a another disney remake of a disney classic and you do have elements it of 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 uh was it john who has the hat the top hat and the glass yeah, like they have similar right. stuff but it does yeah you know people are like where's the color and it's like i, I mean it looks like it's the green knight to me 
yeah. so uh yeah. but yeah, yeah I mean, it looks more like green knight <laughs> yeah i guess if you go in realizing you're not going to get the animated movie you're going to be much happier um because what were you know, your guys' thoughts on tinkerbell like how did she look in the movie she, I, I think she looked great i think she was underutilized she, she was underutilized. Mm. I think the effects were only half good. In the third act, they were great, but there's some early shots of her that were a little... You know. Agreed. But, yeah. um, but but I think the bigger problem is that she's underutilized and 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 there is a sort of difference. There, there's less magic in this mm. version, especially in the first two acts. That changes in the third act pretty profoundly and how they use it is really fun. But it, it, if you're going and expecting colorful... Like even Peter in the first two acts is a little dower right and and mm. it's and he's played by that kid it's this is the first movie but he he was with he played with our royal shakespeare company as well like he's yeah, done he, shakespeare oh wow. so great what's wild is he is older than wendy but yeah. he looks like a baby. And he doesn't look at no the actor he looks like oh, a baby. actor looks like actor. a baby wow yeah he definitely yeah. does and how did they, cool. they handle sorry dave but how did they handle the uh um, no no the whole native american situation oh, great like if really? you look up very, what, very well. what like Cree tribes have said and look at read like uh, Native American journalism, they mm-hmm. are like, wow, she like Disney really took its time to bring dignity to yeah. Tiger Native Lily. American, yeah. To Tiger yeah. Lily. She speaks she, Cree. Oh wow. She speaks Cree in the movie. In the movie. Right. And and it because they filmed it in British Columbia. And I think mm-hmm. the actress is from there. I think she mm-hmm. I think she's actually from Canada or um and from a Cree nation originally, maybe. Yeah, um, her grandparents I I, I, speak it, but she it, wasn't right. fluent, but she was able right. to like that's it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. My my husband is part Cree, actually. He's that's the way it goes in Canada. There's certain certain yeah. communities oh. where everybody has a little a little bit in there right yeah but um uh um uh or meti he's the other he's the other tribe there anyway regardless <laughs> i thought they actually they they handled it really well they didn't make her like um the magical native person who who yeah. fixes everything they didn't they didn't lean on cultural tropes um um other than she she rode a horse and she spoke the language and and had uh correct dress like they they the, the tribal yep. dress for her, her and her and the, horse and, and saddle were, were and all her, correct the structure yeah. of her her tribe that she lived in um yeah. that was apparently very well researched as well cool and they made her they made her basically kind of like a big sister figure yes. for the lost boys which was oh. great. So she, it's not a step. She's part of them and, and works with them and is friends with them. Um, the other thing is like the Lost Boys, there's a really great joke in the beginning because there are girls in the Lost Boys now. And she's like, wait, you're not a boy. And, go, and one of them goes, so? Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. And that's, yeah. that's literally how they deal with it. And and it's a multicultural cast. One of the Lost Boys, I think the actor has Down syndrome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh. it, 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 it was just, they made them look like normal kids, which I right. thought yeah. was really charming. I will um, say but, from everything I've seen, this doesn't feel like a cash grab. Like it feels it does not. Out, and it feels like he did with Pete's dragon. Like there was an effort put in opposed to Aladdin and I'd even say Beauty and the beast, but Aladdin, especially yeah. just this Ooh, Lord of, Aladdin. I yeah. The real slapdash. Yeah. So uh, when you know, you're going to make the money. Like, yeah. yeah and and it, and it is a more, and because of that, because of the director, because it's not a cash grab, it is yeah. a little more challenging. Um, it it deals with the themes of the book in a very different way, cool. and and resolves it in a very different way. And your eye that that third act is very exciting, but getting to it is very dark and a little emotional and a little like 
it's there's a couple action scenes that are like whoa like what they're what they're doing is very different but it pays off and then it pays off with a character change mainly for pan and hook that you're either gonna dig or you're not it's gonna be very polarizing cool but but i i dug it i thought it was really challenging it's a i thought it was a kid's version of a green knight basically cool is what he made all right, I will make sure to watch it. Um, I want to throw out just a quick review of Star Wars Visions. We're recording this on May 4th, so it just came out today. Um, I've had the opportunity to watch the first four, um, which uh, for those who have not had an opportunity to watch any of the Star Wars Vision stuff, uh, Star Wars Visions is basically uh, Disney gives creators uh, of different studios, different animation studios, the opportunity um, to sort of live in the Star Wars universe and create something in the Star Wars universe. Um, so this time around, um, there was probably the ones people know are uh, Cartoon Saloon had an opportunity to do one. They did um, several beautiful, they're from Ireland, they did several beautiful uh, Irish films like The Secret of the Kells. Um, oh, yeah. Um, uh, there was the studio, I think it's Studio Murr, who uh, people know with their work uh, for The Legend of Korra. Um, and uh, things of that nature. They've done a lot of Netflix uh, material. So these kind of unique studios, my personal favorite, and and of the four I watched, my absolute favorite, uh, Aardman uh, Animation also did one, which, of course, uh, Aardman known for Wallace and Gromit and uh, Chicken Run and Shaun the Sheep and and all those excellent uh, stop-motion, very, very British, northern British stop-motion films. Um, The first four are really, really good. Um, I would say uh, the Aardman one, I Am Your Mother, is very, very cute and fun. Um, And I would say that Cartoon uh, Saloon's uh, Screechers Reach is probably one of the most harrowing Star Wars things I've ever seen. I mean, it's legitimately uh, gets to a point where when you know it, where it's going, it's actually terrifying. Um, and it literally kind of left my uh, my heart in my stomach at the end because it's just it's a real it's like a, a, I don't want to say a tragedy, but what occurs, you kind of you realize what has happened and why. And you go, oh, my gosh, like because you have a larger understanding of the universe. So uh, it's great. Also, Sith is the one, the one I watched in, in the stars. Both of those were really, really beautiful. Uh, and very, very well made by uh, Elgiri Studios and and uh, Punk Robot. So uh, if you're in the mood for Star Wars, but you're in the mood for like really small snippets, I think like the longest is like 17, 20 minutes. The shortest is like 13. Um, and you want unique takes. It's really, really fun. It's a great little thing to to live in. Uh, it's not cool. canon-y. You don't have to worry about knowing canon. It's just like, do you just want to do some Star Wars? And you're like, okay, that's great, right? There's no like, okay, I need to watch eight episodes of Clone Wars before I understood why that mattered. But um, yeah, so I would recommend that. Um, Star Wars Visions so far, uh, a very excellent season. And now we're going to move on to segments. And, Real quick. Uh, yes, Real yes, quick. ma'am. Yes, it Janine. Is- May the 4th day. Yes. I have a Star Wars question. Yes. It's going to yeah. be a boomer question. Okay, boomer. <laughs> what okay, is Glupshido? What? What? I don't know either. Fuck. Okay. That's Where did you hear that? It's all over Twitter. Like, people are I, just like, it, like oh, this is okay. a Glupshido in a bathroom. And... Oh, it's this fake fa- Star Wars it's, character? It's, it's, a, it's a fake Star Wars character meme. Yeah, I have seen that. Hmm. 
Yeah. Too much of a deep cut. It, it, yeah. It, yeah. It was, that's for it, if someone could write into yeah. the Rat Castle box and explain <laughs> that to Glubshido. me, what like they, is. It, 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 it was a it, it was a meme, and it was somebody I think on uh, Tumblr back in like 2020 or so. Like uh, somebody posted, and they said every time a new Star Wars movie or oh, show yeah. comes out, all the fans are like, "OMG, Glub Shido is back!" Crying yeah. emoji. So <laughs> it's just like because because the names are. I mean, come on, the names are patently right. ridiculous. Yeah, um, and awesome. That's not a criticism. I mean, They're ridiculous. Jazz in Star Wars works. is called jizz. So yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Literally in canon too. That's not fake. Yeah, yeah, it's called uh, jizz. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, speaking of jizz. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes ladies and gentlemen it's time for a sploosh mountain we have a sploosh oh, mountain to talk about tonight in our first segment oh. uh sara tell me yeah. why why this falls under sploosh mountain uh, please you know i i, I kind of um I hate you for giving me this segment. This yes. <laughs> I kind of thought that is, too. <laughs> because this is just nasty. Better like, it, is, it is gross. Okay. So obviously New Jersey, you know, New Jersey, New Jersey. Why? Once again, Why? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but you know, it's either Florida or New Jersey. It's yep. always one of those. Yep. Um, oh, this guy's also been okay. There's also California in the mix too. Yeah. Yeah. So come yeah. get yours, but we don't claim, we don't claim, we don't claim. <laughs> we, <laughs> so um this so the headline reads like let's just start there because this is a story um a new jersey man is caught smoking watching porn and touching himself on uh remy's ratatouille adventure in epcot yes. <laughs> um and this was all last month um mm-hmm. so how it happen mr this sounds this sounds made up this sounds it so doesn't ma- sound like real it's true, it, it, it just no. you know I just why that ride of all the rides? Yeah, you know it's but, that's a spaceship Earth thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know I understand the logic. I get it. I get it. Janine, I get it. But that's okay, right. There are some places where boobs can get squeezed and and butts can get and crotches can get you know kind of tapped and those are called the People Mover Tunnel and the beginning of the Skyliner. Earth. And the Skyliner, we all understand. The well, old Skyliner, sky yeah, oh. but but Skyliner sky is Skybuckets of Disneyland. The old Skybuckets sky of Disneyland. Disneyland. The sky those were the makeout spot, baby. I yeah. had many, many experiences in those. But not in the <laughs> middle of a children's rat ride. No, this is a, yeah. this is an upfront to this podcast. Is what this is. This man, this <laughs> well, man let's is be... practically touching himself in front of us. This is how I feel about it. <laughs> I mean, let's let's be uh, let's be be honest this is he's an exhibitionist he's he already had a racket for sex crimes in california new jersey right so like this is his pilgrimage his magnum opus he's he's going national people um so (laughs) international it's the french pavilion that too that too he wanted to try you know the french i guess he just thought robert he thought there's no rules it's france you know like hey yeah you guys are cool with this right yeah they're like into sexy things you know The French are sexy. Um, so <laughs> Robert Fitzpatrick, he's 36 years old, which by 36 year old, you're grown. You know that's a you're a grown ass man. Yeah. You are. You're a grown ass man. He was <sighs> arrested and charged with a misdemeanor um of exposing his sex organs, according to the circuit court How? of Orange County. 
I don't know how that's a misdemeanor. I don't that's know. not. But hold the, he, hold on because I that's risky considering the fact that DeSantis is like trying to get the death penalty for these types of crimes. Like y'all better be careful. Two. I hate that I'm saying this. The law for that requires you to like physically injure a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So, but yeah. they're saying it could expand into like other yeah things. So but it's possible. It doesn't work but retroactively. Sarah. So we had to get it in while we could. <laughs> oh but Sarah, you <laughs> are currently burying the lead. Why is this under Sploosh Mountain? Oh yes. So, um. <laughs> He the, and what's crazy is he's a wanted man. This man is wanted. You like are a, you are still burying the lead. Wait, <laughs> because we're getting there. We're getting there. I don't want to. You gotta like it's. You can't just like she go hates in. This. No. I hate it. I you can't it. just go in. You, um, it's true. No, you can't. Foreplay is necessary. You, you just you gotta, can't go in. Yeah, you gotta play you got a, a little, little bit, foreplay. Okay? Yeah, you got a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So yeah, um, cast members were kind of sketched out from the very beginning because he wanted to sit alone in a rat. Um, or a ride car. That's what he called it. He said, I want to sit alone in a rat. Um, <laughs> and the cast members were just like, what the fuck? Like, this is um, sketch, but okay. Um, and they were just watching him the whole time. So right. he started yeah. to he started smoking. He wanted to, you know, to get in the mood. He wanted to calm <laughs> That's down. That's the weirdest one. <laughs> His order That's of operations. Like, yes, the jerking yeah. off is bad, but like smoking, it's like, he it's wanted, such a... It was the vibe, you know? He just, it was Man, dark. With one it's hand. A moody, and the yeah. other, he's yeah. But he also had his cell phone and the uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. The... How did he do all so, this in we... three minutes? It's a short ride. I mean, is it? Does it really take long? I don't know. Maybe well, maybe each one of those things was a trigger. Maybe he's a guy who fetishizes rats, France, um, and smoking, and France, and public exposure. Yeah, and yeah. and, 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 and like cooking. You said, this is his magnum. And he had cooking. He didn't. It wasn't just masturbating on a theme park ride it was also getting it's it's look guys it's like a it's like a triple thing he's masturbating in france in a restaurant in a theme park ride like that's and triple watching and porn. let's be let's be clear if people have not read about this uh he did to completion in the view yeah They just renegotiated their wages, but, yeah, but they don't get paid enough. <laughs> they don't. No one gets paid enough to clean that up in a, in a ride vehicle. Nobody. <gasps> oh my god! I didn't. Even, I didn't even think about the cleanup. I didn't oh, know yeah. who's gonna do that. Someone's gotta clean it up. Right. I would quit well, that day, bro. Like it, nothing. Well, no, it, nothing. Like nothing's and enough. Then, it was evidently the next day there was another guy who exposed himself at Epcot to somebody different. Yeah. Like, and they're like, dude, yeah. you ain't got nothing. Down. This other guy, he did a jizz. Like, he went. <laughs> You're nothing. But wait, but wait, because on the, they stopped the ride twice while he was doing this. And over the loudspeaker, they said that smoking was not permitted. This should have been like, you better stop touching yourself. Like, at the same time. <laughs> they don't want to get the families ladies, to freak out. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That's a nice, subtle <laughs> way to be like, we're there is no watching masturbating you, on the ride. No there masturbating is... on the ride. Thank you. There yeah. is no <laughs> masturbating on the ride. Thank you very much. There's and also... bonjour. <laughs> I mean, that's also like public service announcement to listeners. If you don't know, yeah. there are cameras. Ev- you are never not Everywhere. seen. Yeah. There's, there's literally not a, a, an inch of track where yep. they don't have a perfect view of your entire body in your face. Yeah. So don't think for a minute you're ever alone, even if it's in the dark. No. Yeah. yeah, and 
I'm just to conclude this entire story, I will never be getting on Remy's Ratatouille because I don't know which one it was. I don't know which one it was. <laughs> you, look, you just got to go up and go, I don't want the jizz rat. And they're, oh, they'll, they won't give you the jizz rat. They need just, to burn that know. like Murphy. Like it needs to be gone. Like <laughs> oh, I don't even want it no more. Like it needs to be just so. Just bring gone. on a, bring on a, you've, Bring on your own UV light, like CSI. Oh my god! Know, just, I wonder. Just, I wonder. No, the, like, it's a if we it's did a that non-porous. Oh. Surface. Yeah, it's. I like incredible. the idea. I like the idea because though. people throw up in that thing too. Yeah, so, that's true. You know. That's true. Um, and frankly, it's probably not the first thing that's had jizz in it. No. In the in the park, no. Certainly not the hotels. No. I feel like everything oh. has jizz in it in the parks. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe just... the ma- every maybe the magic. Maybe that's the magic. <laughs> every the magic headboard in life. every hotel room. Yeah. Just just assume that that's yeah. the yeah. My, that's the way to go through life. Assume every headboard. Assume it. Oh, I'm disgusted. Just... But I think this is the worst that I've the worst one that I've heard. Like it's, I can't believe that this has actually happened in a theme park. It yeah. just feels like a whole saga. It's a whole saga. Everything in the world, everything in the world is escalating. We're on the on the precipice of 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 collapse. He's just doing what all of us would do at the last minute when the bombs fall. <laughs> the bombs um, fall. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna jizz in a rat. Yeah, he okay. was just missing yeah. a wine glass. You know, like he I just had his whole routine. Want to know? Mm. Like this guy's like roughly my age, right? I'm just like someone out there knows who this guy is he's on social media they went to high school with him i want to interview literally anyone who's like tangentially aware hell i'll interview the guy i don't care i want to know why he did it right yeah i don't think we're gonna get anything out of him i want to hear like the well you can get some stuff out of him we'll get something out of him we're you know we're a rat castle we just gotta say he, bonjour, and then it's over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's easy to please, I guess. Oh boy! Um, oh boy! Yeah. Oh, boy. but All moving right. on because this is on. nasty. Technically, that's a French song too. Please don't jizz to our segment themes. Okay, <laughs> beware our guest. Uh, we have two this week. Sara. Yeah. We got some basic but- bitches we gotta talk about. So basic. And once again, it's in the France. I'm so sorry, Things France. Things are naughty in the France pavilion recently. They really are. Y'all are going through it. Um, yeah. Maybe we need to have, you know, strikes like how they have in their country, in France, in the France pavilion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So a group of guests was, so there was a TikTok that was going around of a couple of guests, literally. So if you ever go to the France pavilion, there's that beautiful fountain that mm-hmm. you see right in front of you. So gorgeous. And, you know, I get it. Florida's hot. It's humid. It's gross sometimes. And you just want to you want to cool off. You want else but... is gross. <laughs> <laughs> that that water in the fountain. Oh, yes. But like but you do not step into a fountain and lounge in it like it is a pool. You don't do that. But these guests decided to do that. And they look like they're a group like they're all there together two of them were fully laying down it was like a man and a woman fully in there just i think that's important to say here without shoes it's we're not talking putting your feet in the water we're talking full submersion hot tub style for two of these people no yeah if you didn't see the fountains like you would think it was a pool if you didn't know what you were looking at you would think that this is a pool and then there was a couple people that were just like standing in it um and they the guy had a drink in his hand 
hands above like the water like he was soaking like he was having a good time um and (laughs) i'm not really sure what happened to them after this people look too old for this shit they yeah. are yeah they are college kids uh doing college they, cheerleading they look cheerleader the cheerleading co- competition the people in the fountain look yeah. like 45 to me <laughs> yeah uh, well 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 college life nowadays um, i guess that'll do it cheerleading competition was going on these are cheerleaders the, i think this? they're parents of the cheerleaders maybe that's what cause they, they don't look like cuz the cheerleading the cheerleading competitions they're all young people like they're all kids these for the most look old. These, those these two, are college those two guys those two, those two guys look like college students to me yeah and the you're thing just... Sarah, yeah they I don't look old movie. you're just young <gasps> yeah <laughs> no they they look <laughs> like they look like bro, they look like college bros yes. to me who are like i got an idea let's do this for the lulls and have a drink and nobody's yeah, done this before they're so stupid you know? and disney has you're ended a... up adding a courtesy section to their um to their page like to the internet where they basically were saying be the magic you want to see in the world you must always remember to treat others with respect kindness and compassion those who cannot live up to this uh, simple wish may be asked to leave the walt disney resort right they need to start kicking y'all out because where is the decorum where's the respect where are the manners did your parents not teach you better because i will be damned before i get into a freaking water fountain as as we've all said and we've said this a thousand <laughs> times on this podcast. It's because of it's because of the culture of of drinking that's now at Epcot. This didn't happen when Epcot. hundred percent. This was not. Yeah. No one was I, getting yeah. blitzed and going and and seeing the universe of energy. Like this was not a thing, right? Um, but now you, it's it's a confluence of nonsense. Um, Would you say it is the drinking, or is it oh, more so just like I want to go viral? No, I. It's a hundred percent the drinking starts the desire to then go viral like mm. it's it's uh, there are certainly people that have taken photos for viral purposes i think of the lady with the the like um was it the sparkler or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. like sure whatever but like this kind of nonsense or like when people jump onto like uh what topiaries and stuff to get photos this is all because they're super drunk like you've got to be at epcot quite a bit janine and i can attest to this the more you're at epcot the more you realize how hammered so many of the people are like there is just a lot of excessive drinking uh especially as the night goes on so yeah. um it, it's not surprising to me this happened at all but it's still gross um let's keep gross. moving on here um sorry we got one more um i i guess if you don't like what's going on uh just lay on the ground and have a fit right <laughs> yeah this is a uh, dramatic it is so dramatic um, so this guest was banned from Shanghai Disneyland, which is crazy that you want to go against the rules in China, but go yeah. for it. Yeah, <laughs> fun. Not <laughs> smart. Fun idea. Good luck. <laughs> not smart. Yeah, he's no, in a gulag somewhere right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's never seen the light of day after this. No. Um, so he got banned for smoking in the park, confronting the police, and forcing the parade to be canceled because he was laying down on the floor, <laughs> like. Let's be, you know, wow. grown adults. Yeah. If like, I think the the smoking in the parks has recently gotten worse, um, for sure. Even in the U.S. parks, like I Disneyland, it because Disney overall has it's no smoking. You can't right. smoke anywhere. There are yeah. no designated areas. Um, yeah. And with there the are, of- there are in Shang 
And there are in Shanghai. There are yes, there are in there. Shanghai, but he was not smoking in one of those designated no. areas. Um no. so did we lose her? Sorry, sorry. Oh, she, sorry. She, she I, somebody started yeah, somebody started like calling. But anyways, um <laughs> Of course. Um, so he, this guest essentially was smoking inside the park and they weren't, they weren't smoking in a designated area. And the guest began screaming back um, for being confronted. And he demanded an apology from the cast member who was in tears um, as if the cast member wrote the rules. Right. Like, so stupid. Um, but the guest was just being very belligerent and continued to smoke, which caused the police to get involved and, um, and he essentially decided to literally collapse on the ground in front of the parade route, like where the parade route is. And they could not continue, like they could not have that parade for the day because of you know, his disruption. It warms my heart to know that guests are shitty everywhere now. Like, it's yeah. nice. It doesn't, it's kind Especially of, you know, in the Asian parks. Like, yeah, so that's long they rare. were, they were uh, being good. I feel like Shanghai has always had a bit of a reputation, though. We, I remember hearing stories of like kids taking a shit. I was uh, just thinking in that the at Shanghai. Yeah, yeah. there's Shanghai's yeah. had some weird stuff happen. Remember, um, they found that person. Like they found that person's body that Universal? had apparently been. Yeah, Japan? like the skeleton. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. Like, that's there's weird shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway uh it's a small world after all um as we all know but uh you know what's not small this big old you know i am moving and there's a lot of things in boxes but i had to keep out the good old astuter computer for our astuter computer poem of the week that's why i'm a router for me computer everybody needs a friend Oh, a Studer computer. It's so big. It's like uh, if you've ever seen Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It's that size computer. Big old room <laughs> computer. So um, I, I I don't know. I'm going to have to get another U-Haul for a Studer. But a Studer, could you please write me a poem about this week's news? Let's see. Here we got Ah, let's see. In the world of Disney, magic reigns supreme, but recent news has caught quite the scene. A lawsuit filed against the governor's decree and a dragon's fiery fate for all to see. Walt Disney World stands firm in their fight against Governor DeSantis and his might. Their policies clash, their views divide, a legal battle now in full stride. But amidst the chaos, a dragon takes flight in Disneyland's phantasmic to our delight. Maleficent's form, fearsome and grand, until fire consumes her on lurkers stand. And in Epcot, a man's lewd display, smoking and touching in a public way. Disney's family-friendly reputation at stake. As guests and staff try to escape. Three stories linked by a common thread of Disney's struggles and the woes they dread. But through it all, the magic still shines as Disney continues to enchant and entwine. Thank you, Astuter. Always with the positive. We appreciate I it. I want to know, does Astuter always do AABB? Uh, let's say that yes. I think that's accurate. I think... Oh, uh, maybe maybe I shall ask a studer who wants to write a haiku for us. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I was gonna say have him have him do a haiku. That would yeah. be so good. Or, we'll or what are those like an acrostic poem? Ooh, fancy. Yeah. Ooh, I but might wait, have to. I have side these. Note. Yes, sonnet. 
I was, hold on, like, Janine just sent the picture of the guy who was the New Jersey man, mm -hmm. Robert Fitzpatrick. Did mm -hmm. y'all see this? He no. really looks like he did it. <laughs> That's why I he sent looked... it. I was like, yep, that looks like someone who would do that. He looks high. Like, yeah, what is he... this? There's, yeah. I, maybe there's like a disability involved. I um, wonder if his PD is going to like have him evaluated for competency. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Yo, that yo, was it. Bring... Sorry. A student just, was bringing was us just... up. And you had to bring us I'm back sorry. down. You had to bring up Bratches one last time here at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm sorry. It's just, it's just, wow. Okay. You. Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> um, well, with that, that, that is this episode of Rat Castle. I would say, though, if you are interested in hearing some more thoughts from myself and Victoria, who wasn't able to join us tonight, uh, we were both um, asked to be part of an article for Rolling Stone um about disney culture and uh ron DeSantis, and you can look that up oh i'm forgetting the name of it all of a sudden let's see here rolling stone is probably under a paywall at this point um but the article's name was ron DeSantis fucked with the wrong fandom is the name of the article a great title that i can send my mom for sure um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think it's under a paywall now. It was free for a while. But anyway, uh, I am quoted, and so is uh, Victoria. So, you know, you know, we put out... We, we put it's some a great love, article. Thank you. Uh, we put some love out to the Rat Castle podcast, but they, they, didn't, they didn't put that portion in. So, um, but you can, if you would like, uh, tell the world about us. You can, of, uh, of course, tell your friends and leave us a rating on, on Apple Podcasts. We'd appreciate that. And and uh, this, of course, is all produced by yours truly, Nathan Hartman. And uh, thank you all for uh, joining us, the panel this week. We appreciate you all being here. And, uh, yeah, leave questions, buy merch, do all that business at bit.ly forward slash ratcastle. Now grab your belongings, don't jizz in this vehicle, and exit to the left. Will you stop this foolishness? What foolishness would you like to see? Will you get out of here? <laughs>